This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. It's late enough. Okay. Um, so the piece we're going to learn tonight, it's also from Orgadalio. I think last time we also did a piece. Um, just to refresh who the author was, um, the author was Rebudalia Shaw. Um, he had a relative who lived, lives in Silver Spring. Uh, Dr. Jacob Shaw is his first cousin, I believe. Rebudalia Shaw was an extraordinary, brilliant person. Uh, Rev. Aaron Cutler called him the first American Eloy, first American genius. He was Rashiva Tarvadas. Um, he died, a relative young man, in the, um, I think, the early 80s, if I'm not mistaken. He was. Um, he was a, a big Balmachshava. He never wrote many things. Um, simply, just I don't think he got around to it. This, these are things that he's recorded that people wrote over for him. He, he had a very beautiful way of taking, um, of taking very important pieces of Hasidic thought and chewing them up and giving them in a way that is, is accessible. A lot of Rebbesadics and other things. He, he was able to um, to give it over in a way that connected, um, in a way that could understand without the heavy Hasidic language. So this is a piece on Purim. And they put together his, his things in a safe called Orgadal Yahu, and this is where it's from. Okay, Kishin is boning, the first page, the one that has the insert on top is the first page. Kishin is boning Maisa Megillah. Now, the, the, this is the opening statement, and in a sense it's going to be the heart of a lot that he says. There's a, there's a big difference in Purim and the way the Geula came about in Purim than all the other ones. For instance, in Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Egyptians worked as hard we suffered terribly, we then were redeemed. The 210 years that we suffered really had nothing to do without getting out of Egypt. It, it was despite the suffering and the, and the centuries and the hardships that Akadshpo came and redeemed us. Uh, Hanukkah, we had, a, um, we had difficulties, we fought, and we won. But nothing of what we had before, none of the suffering, could really be seen as the cause for redemption. It was two separate things. There was suffering, and then there was redemption. That's that. In Purim, you see something very different. You see that the same elements that were the problems turned into the solution. Um, and this is, by the way, the, the, the key word of v'nahafoch means that it, it, the same item turned around and became something very different. On the one hand, Chazal said it's because they enjoyed Tzachashveros. That started the problems. And the, and, and the Megillah starts with the Suda not because that's the beginning of the redemption, but because that's the beginning of the problem. And Chazal said it's, it's the reason why there was Xeros because of it. And 
And that Suda created the, the, the chain of events that culminated in Esther and so on. Um, now, he's going to give an explanation as to what was the problem in the Suda and what was the solution. I want to first give a simple explanation because I think it's important as it is, and then, and then we'll see the point that he's making. Chazal um, say why it said that Talmud Hashemichor asked him why did the, the, the Jews deserve to have a decree of extermination on them and it says because they enjoyed the party of Ahasuerus now it could be there was a Vodazar there possible and not, certainly not in the Pasuk nothing in the Pasuk suggests that it could be that the Suda wasn't kosher, um, which, okay, but that's not a type of Avera one would assume we deserve. It, it, it's, it's something that's an Avera not of the severest kind, so maybe everyone doing it was a problem, also a, a, a possible answer. But I once heard an explanation, I think it's a, it's a, it's a more powerful explanation on the Pshat level. Let's give an example. Imagine somebody is married for a long time and then their spouse takes ill and they're hospitalized for a few days and two days later the, the person is, is dating somebody and, you know, and, and that is such a breach of loyalty that it's incredible. Cholesterol if we look at the history, we had been in Eretz Yisrael, so to speak, married to Kadosh Baruch Hu for almost a millennium. Um, we, we were in Eretz Yisrael and a few hundred years later, Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash was 400 some odd years, destroyed and at this point we're, let's say about 50 years in the Golis or so, and we had just finished um, we, we had been thrown out of Eretz Yisrael there had been a serious rift but this is coming after a thousand years of a relation with Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, and all of a sudden we're partying together with Hashverish forget about any particular Avera forget about specific Averas when you party with somebody you, you, it's a part of this crowd okay, forget Kalaisal, forget Eretz Yisrael, forget Kaddish Baruch Hu. we're now Persians and you know, partaking in the Suda is a sort of an integration with, with them. And it, it, it's something which strikes at the heart of a bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where, where's Why aren't you sitting and still hopeful that, th- that, you, can, that you can renew and, and you had a prophecy that you're going back soon? The, the word, the key word, I think, in that Chazal is that they were they, they enjoyed it. Sometimes you have to do something and you have no choice whether you like it or not, and you do it, and you're perfunctionary about it, and you, you know, person, a person um, needs to pay respects to a king. He does, the king is a particularly nasty one, and he has to be great to the Jews, but you have to come in and put on a smile and say, bless you, and so on and so forth. Fine. But shekeinen and such means they, they enjoyed it. Ahasuerus had in his in his party, he had the stuff that carted off in the base of Mikdash. Um, it was, he, 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 Persia was the direct 
um, the direct inheritor of, of Bavel. And Chazal tells us that the Kalim and Kalim Shonim included Beis Hamidrash Kalim. But they had liberated them from Bavel. Correct, but, but they, but they weren't, they, they were not in, in, in Israel, and he was using, he was using the vessels of, of, of Beis Hamidrash. That, that's incredible. So how did they enjoy that party? Shekane Nen was such a face. So I, I think to me that's the, the most powerful explanation in Pshat. He's going to add another piece, and let's see, and let's see the point, point that he makes. Ki so he's going to interpret it, and it's going to uh, it, it's going to turn into the big theme that he's dealing with. Let, let me describe the theme, and then and then we'll understand this point. Um, you can, there are things, events that happen that I can look at it as a series of cause and effects that stand on their own. Um, so, for instance, let's take a, a, a fairly typical example. Somebody comes to me and he presents an issue, a problem, a deal, whatever it is. And, we, and there's a back and forth and a conclusion. So one way of looking at it is, yeah, the guy happened to need X, Y, or Z. He came to buy it from me. I sold it to him. We reached an agreement, and that's that. That is a small circle look at what happened. And it's, it's true. It, it, it's, it's, it, sits, it stands on its own. Somebody wiser says, one second. This person has a big... He, he, he deals in quantities much bigger than what I supply. He needs, I don't know, 10, 10 ton of something, and he comes to me. Why is he getting from value supplies? Something's going on over here. It's, it, it does, it's not about the 10 ton of steel or cement. He's trying to X, he's trying to Y, he's trying to Z, and there's a much bigger picture of it, and this now becomes a, a small piece in a much bigger thing. So, for instance... One way of looking at it is he wanted to be nice and give me a good deal, and he came and bought 10 tons of steel, and that's great. A second thing is he knows that one of my regular customers is coming tomorrow. I'm going to be out of steel. The, my regular customer will get very upset at me and will stop buying from me and will bankrupt me. So really, in the big picture, trying to bankrupt me, or vice versa. It's, so, so we have situations that when you look at it in small picture, small circle, it, it has one meaning, and when you look at it in a much bigger picture, it, it can take on sometimes an opposite meaning. The, the, so, again, he's going to say something in here, but he'll develop it as we go on. In the big, big, big picture, everything in this world has a natural cause and effect. And it is true. And, and it also becomes something part of a much bigger picture. L- let's give an example, uh, uh, one example. Then imagine um, there's, there's, in Israel they have, um, like, you know, when they have a, a remembrance day or something, the siren blows and cars stop, people stand and so on. So imagine you have some alien watching this and they're in a spaceship of some sort. And one is other, what happened? Why did all these cars stop all of a sudden? 
and this person is very technically oriented, and he said, well, X amount of pressure was applied to break, and that caused X amount of fluid to push against this, and that friction caused the wheels to stop going. Is that explanation right? Certainly is right. Um, that, I, I, but someone else will say, well, yes, but it's part of something else. And then a person will say, well, yes, there were people that were, were killed and, and, and martyred, and this is a way of remembering it, and so on and so forth. So small picture, big picture, this, it's not that the small picture is not true, but if it's taken only as a small picture, then it really is not true simply by being part of the picture. We can look at things in this world of Siba Masovev. Almost never does God step out of the bounds of the cause and effect in a natural way. A Mitzrayim and all those Nisim were a one-time event to show us it could be done. From that point onwards, it was rare. So everything, any event can be perceived appropriately as a series of, of natural cause and effects. Um, physical cause and effects, um, psychological, uh, social, and, and societal, and stuff like that. It, all of it is true. And I can also look at it as a hashkacha moving pieces around to get to a certain place. So he says over here um, that th- their problem was they did not like Mordechai's attitude of bucking the tide. They were, they said, we need, it's Paras is riding, Persia is the wave of the today. And to buck that doesn't make sense. Success is Persia. That's what success is. We need to be part of it. And the fact that Mordechai turned his back to it and he wouldn't bow, they were upset with that. They felt that their troubles are coming from the fact that he's not playing ball with the, with, with the government. The more they become integrated, the better they'll have it. So he said, and, and this brought about Amalek and Haman and so on. Avol, kasha osev neisrol tshuva, veivinu shechot mashol shvez v'ichniatsu modcha tzadik, when they began to realize maybe he was right, oznes hafecha kol. So it's not that God sent a savior, but v'oisa seude shegormolara, hoisa goyrem she'esetil amalkam and v'yeshua. HaKadosh Baruch Hu flipped around that same set of events that, that, that caused this chain that led to exer against them, all of a sudden became the chain of events that, extending it one link further, brought Esther into the picture and the Yeshua. Nimtza, kashivinu b'yesod v'ikiru, shebegalam ha'seim ha'roim hu'r lehem, v'davkaz ha'bdimus ha'nhagah, so as soon as they realized that they can't look at things just from the outside physical layer. So the same cause for, for, for that, that created the difficulties created the gula. And the Pasuk says it's a time of difficulty for Yaakov. And from that itself comes the salvation. 
In other words, umimene yivasha can be read meaning, and they will save from it, or a more literal and a more true uh, uh, reading of it is, umimena, from the very tzara, they will sprout their salvation. Shema tzara gufu ba Yeshua. Umiram is a sosemis, and the sosemis says that, um, that mimenas oisis mehaman, meaning that Haman itself was the, the, where, where it came from. That's the, 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 the um, that's point one. Next paragraph. Somebody want to ask him? I'm sorry. I, 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 you want to ask? You can ask if you want. I'm not. Uh... And if we see that it happened, so, so it's not that something new happened. It, it, what, what we're seeing is, in the original model of what was happening, the event of the Suda had in itself, in, it, in, its, very, in its very original setup, it had in itself the ability to become a, a crusher for cholesterol and a salvation for cholesterol. It's not something that happened new. As a, let's say, Kriyas Yamsuk. That was a new event. Here was something where the event itself turned. Um, okay, let's see the next paragraph. The Megillah Storm, it's, uh, on, it's where it says page 92. It's the same next paragraph. Megillah Storm, La Nesivas. Nesivas is one of the great commentators Shahara. He wrote a few works on on different uh, in Yanim in, in Agarita, and one of them he wrote on Megillah. Mevayer, Sheba Megillah Rome esa inyan shals donos naslok eschuyos b'tshuva mi'ahava. Let's talk about this point. Uh, the Gemara says something very strange. The Gemara says that if a person does tshuva, meyira, meaning he realizes, he, he has a new awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he didn't have before, that's what Yira means in its, in its best definition, that I, I didn't realize how wrong it was, then all of his sins become like shkogos. Shkogos means unwitting. And that makes a lot of sense. I didn't realize the full import of what I was doing. M- my sense of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Torah Mitzvah is was dim. And all of a sudden I realized how wrong it is. So what I did is mindless. And that's, and that's the redeeming factor. That part of it makes a lot of sense. It says if somebody does tshuva out of ahava, out of love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then his averis become like mitzvahs. And that's hard to understand. I, we, I guess we can understand it as a hyperbole, that it's such a great tshuva, it's as if it were, but, but how does it become a mitzvah? So the, 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 the Nesimus applies this point. Vahu. Let's, let's give an example for this. Imagine somebody runs away from home. He runs away from home. And he's gone for a while. And then his anger subsides. And he says, you know, maybe it wasn't so bad. Maybe it was a rash move. Maybe I should try to make up. And the person makes up. So that means he was upset. He was angry. 
the period of time that he was away was a bad period of time. It, it contributed nothing to his relationship to his parents, children, spouse, whatever he's running away from. But he was able to bridge it. He was able to get over it, to restart it, however you want to call it. Imagine somebody runs away, and then slowly he begins missing his home. And the longer he's away, the more he misses it. And the more he realizes how attached he was, and how much he loved whoever it was, and, and, and how much he's going to come back. So when he comes back, that period of separation, he didn't come back despite the period of separation. He came back because of that period of separation. So, so, the, the separ- so you see that even, quote-unquote, an Avera, a, a, a lapse from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when it causes you to come back because you miss it, that's when it actually became a contributing factor to closeness of Kaddish Baruch So it becomes like, his sins become merits, because in a sense, that sin created the, the thirst for it, and it contributed to, to his relationship with Kaddish Baruch Hu. we're not allowed to take that tact as a as a as a lachatchila, you can't you can't do a lot of averus and say, listen, I'm never going to do a lot of mitzvahs, but I can do tons of averus and I do tshuva because obviously th- that doesn't work. That that no one. But but if a person did and a person was pushed to doing what was right because of where he came to, that becomes very very powerful. Um, and, and you see, I mean, people even let's say let's take not averus, but even other things that that people sort of were on the outs. Um, and, 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 and if that experience caused them to come back, it strengthens their coming back, as opposed to just when a period when a person says, you know what, let's forget about it, wherever it is. Okay, so, so he says, so this 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 truth over here, he says, this our the the story of the Megillah is sort of the explanation the Nisiva says of this concept of truva me'ava. What happened at that time was a truva me'ava. They they realized that they're distancing themselves from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and embracing Ashverosh was, was really what's, what's undoing them, and being together with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is, is what saves them, and they came back to it. Um, let's see um, the last three lines. He brings us Fasemis. Fasemis was the Senge Rebbe, uh, and he was the prototype of Polish this extraordinarily deep safer, extraordinary safer. <coughs> And he says, it's about four lines at the bottom, in the right-hand column. He teaches the Pasuk, it says, The little translation means, I will come to the king in the wrong time, uh, inappropriately. The word das in modern language means religion, over there it means not by protocol. And I'm only supposed to come when the king calls for me, and I'm just going to barge in, and that's not very good to, to do that. That's what the Pasuk says. The Svasemis says, Das, A, it's a play on, in other words, it's because of where I was lacking. I will come to the king by the dint of my wrongdoing. Das, it's it's the, it's it's what I'm, what brings me to the king is the having gone wrong, and that brings it closer to the king. 
Okay, next paragraph on the left hand side, um, he, he says like this. He says, um, I'll try to do it a little bit outside so we can actually move forward a bit. Um, there's, the Gemara in Megillah has a, a drushes on all of the, the Megillah. Unusual Fadi Mesechta. It go, it, it is, there, there are pages and pages of Medrash material on the, Agad, on, on the Megillah from the beginning to the end. At the beginning of it, um, at the beginning of those, there's a whole bunch of psichas. In other words, they, they quote a whole bunch of Amoraim that they gave an introduction to Megillah using this verse, this verse, this verse, this verse. One of the verses it says is, the Pasuk goes like this. In, in, it's a Pasuk from Yeshaya, it's after we lay on a on a tainus. Instead of a certain type of thorn bush, I'm not sure exactly what type it is. An evergreen tree, a cypress tree will sprout. But and instead of another type of thorn bush, there's going to be a myrtle leaf. And this is Mordechai instead of Haman, this is Esther instead of Ashti. So he says over here, the word tachas could mean instead, or it could mean coming on the heels of it, coming as a result of it. In other words, it doesn't just mean first we had Haman and then thank God we had Mordechai and first we had Vashti and then thank God we had Esther it means from Vashti sprouted Esther and from Haman sprouted Mordechai the, say, the word Tachas meaning to come from it to follow in its way ok let's see the last paragraph on this page so let's discuss this a bit. Sadek speaks a lot about this, and, and this is a very fascinating point. The word schok in Hebrew means laughter, um, fooling around. Its connotation is a lot of times not positive. Schoik and holos. It's it's it, schoik is not considered usually. Yes, um, Sarah when Sarah said schoik osali, like it means God. It, it's it means happiness and it means like like I became. I don't say the word like a fool, but but it's like everybody is. It's the buzz of town. It's it's not a, the word schoik is not a positive word by and large. And Chazal say. Rebbe says a person is not allowed to fill his mouth with schok in this world. Because it says at some time in the future when, when, when Mashiach comes that's when we will fill our mouths with schok. So let's understand there aren't going to be many things that are negative now, and positive Mashiach comes. It's like saying, you know, you're not allowed to steal now. But when Mashiach comes, it's going to be free. You know, you, you can steal as much as you want. Um, it, it doesn't, I mean, the things, our hope for Mashiach is that the good in us comes out. Just to say that things that are, you know, it, 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 we're not allowed to laugh too much today. The word schok is lightheaded, 
um, silly, you know, it, it has that feel to it. So a person is not allowed to be lightheaded and silly now. But when Shia comes, we're going to be lightheaded and silly. It doesn't, it's, it, it's a pretty silly pshat. It doesn't sound quite right. So how is, what's the transition? So, and this is, he takes this from Ravtzadik a lot, and, and, and Ravtzadik says the following. The word schok in, in Hebrew has another meaning used today in, in, in modern Hebrew. A mishak is a game. Sachkanim are actors. In other words, when you play something, when something is not for real, that's called a schok. A mishak, sachkan, schok. That's, it's in modern Hebrew, and in a sense, it's in old. They didn't have, I don't know if they had plays in those days, and I don't know if they had games, but the schok means when I treat something as if it's not real. It's a joke. A kid doesn't, it's not that a kid, um, when you tell a kid about this danger, that danger, this problem, the other problem, he doesn't have a sense of reality. You know, it's, it's the first time you tell something hot, hot stops being a joke, and, and it's real. A, 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 a schok is treating something not seriously, not as if it has reality. And that's why we're not allowed to use things, that take things in this world lightly, because things are serious. Everything is accountable for, everything we do is, is we're holding account. And the tsaras that come to us are real. And we can't, and, and I, I want to add a point here. The extreme of bitachon, when people claim that they, you know, yeah, it's nothing, Hashem will take care of it, don't worry, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. It's, it, it's very rarely coming from a high madrega. And most of the time it's coming from a very low madrega of not treating things seriously enough. You know, um, what, what, like I don't say like uh, what's the? It, it's because it's not because you're such a believer. It's because you're 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 um, it, 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 it's just you're nonchalant about it. The Rav Shlom Shadron was a big Magnus Shlaim, and he would have a story, and that he would illustrate different things. He said that his kid was once playing with a. Um, with another kid in the neighborhood on Shabbos or whatever it was, and the other kid slipped and fell, and he got a very bad cut on his lip and started bleeding terribly. So his wife grabbed the kid and ran to the doctor, hospital, whatever it was. So she's very nervous, and she has the kid in her hands, and she's running. And there was, in Yerushalayim, the oldest time was built around the courtyards. So the um, the the, the um, there's a lady standing across the courtyard, and she sees Mrs. Shadron running, and she looks kind of all the uh, shell and she says, "Don't worry, Rabbi Shadron, it's nothing. Akharish Baruch takes care of his children. Have faith in Amuna and Bitochen. Don't worry. No, no cause to be serious." And as she's getting close to that lady, the lady's confidence begins to waver. <laughs> and as she sees the kid, she screams out, Mayishala, Mayishala, what happened to you? My Mayishala, yeah, yeah, he's dying, my Mayishala. So all the ladies said, don't worry, missus, it'll be okay. <laughs> um, he, he, he used it, one of, his, one of his times when he used the martial arts, he said, 
this was, I guess, in, in, like in, in the beginning, in like in, in 48, 49, when, when the state made some sort of law that there was some religious issue, and he was grumbling about Rosh Hashanah. Everybody said, don't worry, Kachmach runs the world, it's nothing. A year later, they, they upped the taxes by a lot. They came yelling and screaming and saying, oh, it's, what a terrible government. Look what their taxes, this, that. So he said, I guess it depends whose Maishal it is that's being hurt. Your Maishal or somebody else's Maishal. But, but the point is, the Shok means that when it comes to, when it's real to you, then you take things very seriously. And that's why when a person, when, when people have an exaggerated bitachin, yes, it may be the person, a fantastic tzaddik, who if his own wife was on, online, he would have that same calm or whatever. Or, or it could be, it's a lack, it, it, and the line is a fine line. I mean, I'm not positioning anybody else, but a, a lot of times um, you wonder where, where, where that's coming from. Um, I, you know, you, you see sometimes people exhibit uh, very contradictory behavior. Certain areas they overreact, and certain areas they walk around like very from They care of it. They care of it. You ask yourself, well, why was when it came to X, Y, Z, you you you, you were overwrought, and other areas not? But at any rate, things we have to think in this world. in our life, Akadshvaru gave the world much power. And we are helpless, and we can, and many things can happen. And we need to deal with things very, very seriously. Take things very seriously. So, so, so being memalis pinu in this world is something that we're not allowed to. When the Shia comes, we will recognize retroactively that it was all just. It was leading to our eventual salvation. So, Oz Yimali Schok Pinu comes, comes at the heels of Ayinu Kecholmin. We were like dreamers. In other words, we will look back and realize, you know, this really was taking us to a very different place. But it's very important to bear in mind. As, when a person is dreaming and something is happening, he, he's, he is, is under tremendous stress. Rightfully so, because the reality to him at that point is that X, Y, Z is happening. And, and a person sweats and whatever happens when a person has a nightmare, he reacts very, very strongly. You're only allowed to look back and laugh at it when, when it's retroactive. Um, so, so the schok the, the means, schok is an understanding of something that's not real, that's pseudo-real. And, and that's when we act. A comedy and a joke is when somebody surprises us, you know, and, 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 and there's always a surprise about something, an unmasking of something, uh, um, a, a, a surprise realization. Somebody very, very important and formal keeps saying things that are stupid, or somebody keeps jabbing at him, or somebody throws a pie at him. Any time when there's a sort of defracking of something that looks ominous and serious, this and that, that produces a sense of relief. In the same way, an actor is a make-believe of something. So, so it says, he's quoting a, a Sefer Yitzira. Sefer Yitzira is one of the very early Kabbalah works we have, way before anything else. Um, Chazal attributed to Avraham Avinu's teachings. It's not a Sefer that's accessible to me terribly or maybe some of the audience, but certainly not it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a very, very pithy work 
Um, the some of the Hasidic masses quote it, and Rav Tzadik quotes it in the following context. It says in Sefer Yetzirah, it has every month, what are the dominant characteristics of that month? Um, it says what letter in the olive base, um, what aspect of a human personality, and, and a bunch of other things like that. that it's, it's a, that's one of, the, one of the chapters. And it says about other that the human aspect that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it, that dominates in that month is schok. So, so schok means the ability to realize that something that looked very threatening and very real it, it, it turned into our salvation and it was devoid of threat. Um, it's other. That's the last month of, 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 the, of the real Jewish calendar which starts with Nisan ends in other. That's the final stage. In Nisan, Paro was a real threat. We didn't take him lightly at all. Um, it, it, and, we, and, and even after we were saved from him, it, 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 we, we look back with suffering. We eat mar, we suffered. Um, Purim, we recognize that all of the things that seem to be threats to us were really um, leading to the direction of our Yeshua. And that's why, that's what he says is the Ian of Schok. Uh, let's uh, read it again. The reason why Purim has this element of Schok. The main schok is going to be when Mashiach comes. It, like it says, The next page. And, and there explains the, 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 the things that we that, that, that we, we spoke about over here, that it's not that God, the final redemption is not a redemption of God will save us, but God will retroactively show us that not only weren't we in danger, but the, the so-called danger that we have pictured was really was building us, leading us on to, to, the, to the Yeshua. Okay. Um, the one more piece over here. Bemedish Rabbah, next paragraph. There's a medrash that says, Baruch took the sicha of Avos and he turned it into the key of the Geula for the Banim. How? You, Yaakovinus, asked me, you should become my God. I swear to you, any time good will come to your children, it's going to be with the, with the words Vehoya. Vehoya and so on. What's the pshat? It's strange. I, it's, it's kind of one of these very enigmatic medrashim. Yaakov said Vehoya and he said, okay, I'll pay you back in kind. And every time a real redemption will come, we'll use Vahoya. What does that mean? What's, what's the word Vahoya? And, and, and the Medrash brings a whole bunch of places. writes as follows. Kimilas Vahoya, Yesodo Huloshan Ovar, Hoya, Virak Adi Avovnis Hafik, Vloshan Ovloshan Osi. 
So he says as follows. The word vehoya in, in Hebrew has, the, the word itself, hoya, is past tense. How does it become future? Because the vav has a, a, a strange characteristic in Hebrew where if you add the vav to a letter, it, to a word, it turns it. One of the things a vav acts as a conjunction, a vav also acts as um, it, it, it turns the tense from past to future. So the Chazal said that Yaakov Avinu, he said, and, and, and let's, let's discuss it outside um, what he means here. There's one thing when you ask God, I never ever should have any tests, and I should never see anything but you, and, and so on. That's one way, and that's really, I don't know if it's self-defeating, but it's not going to happen because the testing of man is when HaKadosh Baruch receives the background, and, and we're left to deal with life with hardships. I can ask that HaKadosh Baruch Hu intervene and come to save me, and that is great, but that means that looking back in retrospect, I'll see a life of very bad chapters, and they stay bad. They're, 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 they're scarred. That's it. There's nothing I can do. Those years are wasted years, gone years, and, and suffering years. That's it. The Hoya Shalulukim means whenever you choose to, 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 to reach out to me, you shall turn it retroactively into having been there all along. So that Yaakov Avinu's and Akash Brahu told him that's exactly how I will deal with, 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 with your children. The words that came out of the mouth of the others, and that became the key for the redemption of the children. Um, the, the right relationship was that at some point I recognized that it was you all along, and once that happens, then retroactively all that time was good. All of that time was was what, 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 it wasn't bad. It it, it was leading to the good. Agar Shpoka said, "If you if that's how you understand it, that's how I'm going to be there for you." So let's just sum up the the, 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 the pieces and and yes, please. So why isn't the reveal of the universe by by a higher so, so because the the, the gula it really in a sense is it's not the final final gula it's 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 a it's a paradigm it's a prototype for a final gula but it's not the final gula itself it's that's the, the, the psukim they bring so so um, you're, you're right the megillah is only a taste of it because it's the last real gula that we have I mean in in Hanukkah which came later. Is wasn't a real Gullah school, and we were in Israel. We stayed in Israel. It, it, we it, it was a salvation, but not really Gula in the sense that this was. So um, let's just recap the points. And, and uh, so he he's saying he, he the Vidal is 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 explaining a concept that really reaches the heart of what Achas would be. And Purim as being the final written Torah, the final Chazal call it the last nace that was written up, 
means this is sort of the sense of what the end of days game is. And that is something called nahafel, that we live in one reality before the turning point comes, and that reality is genuine, and that's why our suffering, our difficulties, and everything like it, we have to treat extremely seriously. It's just like, it's just like somebody, somebody is sitting excuse me, by the bed of somebody who's on his last moments, and he's cheerful saying, in a few more minutes you're being on eight, no problems. That, 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 that is not religious. That's sacrilegious. That, that's, that is something that, that is wrong, because as long as we're in this life, this life's the most precious thing we have, and we have to see it that way, and we have to keep it that way. Um, it's, so so, so the, 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 in the big scheme of things, the, the hardships and the difficulties, when they're there, they're there. We're not allowed to have schok, but but the, the final redemption and and Megillah and, and the Megillah is a prototype is the concept of a nahafahu, the concept that the same set of events, when extended, when seen in a bigger perspective, are actually um, our redemption. Instead of it's it's uh, it, it's something which becomes itself the geula. The the, 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 the the advantage of that, or the word advantage is small to say about it. It, it, it means that when we look at it retroactively, the picture is totally good. It wasn't that way when we look at it going forward. But looking retroactively, we actually see it all part of that type of schok. So, so we, we live in a smaller reality, and the reality we live in schok is usser. We have a flavor of a taste of it where the same series of events, when seen through the very narrow lens of cause and effect here, is very bad. And once we start looking at Yar Hashem and Maise Hashem, that becomes um, the, the, the redemption, salvation. It, it, it's, it, it, we have a taste of schok and Adar and in Purim. And Kalisov's intuition is that we celebrate Purim with schok, whether it's dressing up as one. Even things, Kali Yisrael's habits and Kali Yisrael's mores um, reflect a certain really deep premise. The, the dressing up, I personally don't dress up, but you know, it, is, it is something, the dressing up and, and, and unmasking, it's part of that. It, it's part of that same, someone told me, I had a chavrus in yeshiva once. It's interesting, I actually spoke to him recently. Um, he, a wonderful person, had a very wild side to him. And, uh, and he decided, I, I guess besides being wild, he was a teenager also at the time, that he was going to surprise his parents and come home without telling them. You know, I, I guess a, a teenager can think that that's a smart idea. And um, so he was supposed to come home the week after Purim. He made his ticket three days before Purim. And he dresses up as a bear, as like a group of boys collecting money. And he comes on per night or per day, he comes into his house. And they're all doing shtick. He runs over to his mother and gives a big hug. And she shrieks. And his father says, Yankee! You know, she, he, 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 he knew his chayra. But the sense of it, it's, it, it, you know, the, the, the Kalei intuition does lead it to do things. So, so that whole parasha of, of schok on Purim, it's, 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 a, it's a prototype for the Ozzy Wallace Yes, 
at the right time, right place, the gula will come through the words of the Hoya that, that Yaakov Vino started with, that what was will become something else retroactively. Nowadays, we and, and see the see the good in so much difficulty that we've that we've had. Okay. <laughs>